In this family, it's the scientists versus the artists. Sammy's on my team, takes after me. What kind of movie are we going to make? Hello and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. This is episode 74, recorded December 8th, 2022. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And we are talking tonight about Steven Spielberg's new film, The Fablemans, starring Gabriel LaBelle, Michelle Williams, Paul Dano, Seth Rogen. Yeah. And some others. Yeah. This is yet another Spielberg movie we've talked about this year. He has haunted, <laughs> haunted our year. You know, we, there was West Side yep. Story early in the year, and then he yep. haunted our summer series. And, yep. and here we are. Here he is again. That's okay. We welcome you, Steve. Um, yeah, so this is the story of Sam, Sammy, Sam Fableman, uh, growing up in a Jewish family in New Jersey, who moves out west to Arizona, brought upon by dad's job, and then they also end up in, it, okay, they end up in somewhere in Northern California. Northern California. The buses say Santa Clara, which makes sense because of who this story really is about, and uh, which it would be Saratoga, I guess, but... Um, and uh, little Sammy wants to become a filmmaker. And so this is his story. Uh, this is Birth of a Movie Brat, um, as well as the story of the Fablemans themselves and just family drama um, as that goes along. I guess that about puts it simply, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so this, yeah. this is this is semi-autobiographical for, for Spielberg himself. Yeah, more more so than than maybe some others it's it's a it's a pretty thin veneer um mm -hmm. and, and of course it's he's he's the point of view so you know grain grain of salt there well unlike his other autobiographical things there is no alien in this one <laughs> that's 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 true um we we don't even really see him making any any sort of you know sci-fi fantastical yeah and anything as as a, is, a young amateur filmmaker which is kind of curious when you think about it but it, yeah. it kind of is yeah. um no we we see him doing some some adventure stuff and and some some war pictures some of the, some of the early sequences where he's used up all the toilet paper in the house with with his mm -hmm. sisters to to do mummies i like that but, part yeah. yeah that was that was that was fun i i, I had to smile at that yeah the the movie begins with him as a little sammy a little like five six seven year old sammy mm -hmm. um, going to go see the greatest the the greatest, the greatest show, on, show earth, on earth which is the third worst best picture movie in my opinion <laughs> that is the third worst film to have win to have won best picture i actually think it is worse than crash <laughs> but it is better than cimarron and broadway melody um so like if you really want to know the bottom of them all there's that but the thing i like about this movie is a thing that i'm a big fan of um and i and i kind of started understanding this when I got into the Criterion Collection and I had to get and I got to The Rock um, and how you can you can find the good in bad movies like mm -hmm. you can you it's amazing how you can find inspiration in something that's not great and that's the thing I really like that this although I hate The Greatest Show on Earth as a movie the fact that the train sequence early in the film is such a profound effect on little Sammy that he wants to recreate that. This is early in the movie. I'm not spoiling anything. And that's what causes him to want to become a filmmaker. Um, that I think that says a lot about just how film can be transcendent, even when it's good or bad. Yeah. And like yeah. when I watched when I watched The Rock, which is actually not a bad movie, but I mean it's still a Michael Bay movie. Um, <laughs> and and that's that's neither here or there. He's the, the, the but you know watching it, I was actually able to like appreciate it from like this editing standpoint and this like how the rhythm of that movie works and like I was able to see ways how 
there's a lot of craft to that movie that I hadn't really thought about. And so, like, that's something I really like that for a movie that I think sucks, this character found something great in it mm-hmm. and it made a big lasting impression. And so that, I think, says a lot about, like, like my joy of film, like any kind of anybody's joy of film. Yeah, I I agree completely. I, I had similar thoughts. When, okay, so that we, we, we see, you know, little Sammy standing in line to, to go into the theater with his parents and... It's the first time he's ever been to a movie and, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, kind of trying to help him adjust and, and prepare for, for what it's going to be like. And 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 then the, we, we see the rest of the line. They start going in. We pan up. We see the marquee. And it's the greatest show on earth. And like, oh, I'm sorry, kid. This is going to be rough. Yeah. The movie's needlessly long. I mean, like, it is a circus movie, I guess. So, like, if you're into, like, circus stuff, and if I was that age back then, yeah, I probably would have meant something, but it's Yeah, very... I mean, one, one of the, the all-time great directors and, and some really great yeah. actors in it. It's like, there yeah. are a lot of things that should have worked about this movie. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, but this isn't about the greatest show on Earth. Um, but, uh... <laughs> no, I but I, I I agree with you. It's like you know this 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 is not the best of movies, but things about it you know inspired the the lead character here, and yeah, and that was that was really amazing to to kind of see that aspect of it through mm-hmm. through the lead character's eyes in in this movie. And in this digital age, it's really interesting to see what film was like, like being like home movies were like for someone who wanted to do this, like. I remember I got a brownie at one point. Um, not it didn't function. I was just given it as like something to play with when I was like five, and I like remember holding on to that and just like playing with it and hearing the thing. And so it was like interesting to see like how you would load that and how you would actually work it and how you would like you know actually make movies with it mm-hmm. and how difficult and arduous that must have been back then. And to see him like make this little train crash movie was you know really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Yeah, as as this movie goes on, you know, we we see him, you know, editing on on these you know tiny you know by by modern standards primitive you know mm-hmm. in, in, incredibly primitive you know, equipment to you know physically you know cut and and splice yeah. bits of eight millimeter film and it's wow it's like how how much must he have loved this yeah I mean it, you'd to, have to be to get into this like to get like into he this. did. And then when he like shows the movies, like the those movies, like the that film didn't have a soundtrack, so you had mm-hmm. to. So he would like play a record while he showed the movie um, yeah. and kind of like match up with it, like a, a film score record, and mm-hmm. and like that's like the the film nerd in me really likes this movie because I get to see someone who loves movies fall in love with movies and start making their own movies, and that's a really neat story. But that's not the only story in this. Um, it's also yeah. the story of the divorce of the of the parents, <laughs> ultimately. Yeah, sort sort of a sort of a train wreck in in slow motion. Exactly over that, the duration no, that, of the exactly film. That's exactly the point of it. Yeah, you're totally right. And Paul Dano and Michelle Williams actually are very good as the parents. Oh I, yeah, they're they're, they're if, great. If I have anything to complain about in this movie, it's uh, considering how this is very much supposed to be Steven Spielberg's like life in a lot of ways. Okay, I'm going to preface this by saying I don't think the movie is shallow. I do think the movie is pretty emotionally deep. I would have thought it would have gone more emotionally deeper um, if I if I have any kind of like big complaint with the movie. It's like when I walked out of this, I was like, I feel like this should be deeper. I don't know why it's not, um, but it's not in no way shallow though when I say that. And I think now that I've been talking now that I've been talking about Paul Dano, I think I might know why now. Um, is because the dad 
is actually not as unsupportive as we would expect him to be. And that might be a bit of a spoiler, but um, but like I think that that might be part of it. But that's also nice at the same time is the thing. Like yeah. it, would be, it would be almost tired to have it the other way. So, but yeah, yeah, it it didn't didn't really play that that trope mm-hmm. as far as it might have, which which was a good thing. It's like you yeah. could have could have done that, you know, completely to the hilt. And it's it's there's there's a lot of that, sure, mm-hmm. but it's 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 not. You know, the, the cartoon melodrama kind of thing, or it's like, yeah, get a job, kid, and get yeah, a, yeah. I make things that mean something. He says at one point, and that's like the meanest thing he says. Um, yeah. He's like a computer guy, um, so yeah, he's, he's as a, was Arnold Spielberg. Um, so yeah, he's a, yeah. An, an an electrical engineer. You yeah, know. so maybe that's where that's coming from. Maybe I don't really know for sure. But at the same time, though, I do think it's nice to see this like. Although this family is quote falling apart, they still love each other, and that's still being seen. Yeah, and I think so, and that's what makes it drama. That's what makes it you know the family drama, and that's what makes it compelling to watch. On top of this whole thing, and we also get to see how this stuff informs his art. And I think that that's <laughs> there's like one scene where you can definitely tell that this is his way of coping with things. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, yeah. And and someone else in his family like totally just enables him. <laughs> at one point and the mental health guy in me was like yeah well that yeah, well it's 1962 um yeah so yeah <laughs> what what do you expect um a really good uh, really good performance by uh, seth rogan who you know always does a good job um but i felt like it was a really heartfelt performance from him and he had actually been in another movie before with michelle williams mm. that is it take this waltz i can't remember i want to say it's it's the same title as the leonard cohen song yeah let's just say it's a reverse of a relationship that they have <laughs> <laughs> in uh, in that movie and um anyway so yeah i i really enjoy there's a particular scene with seth rogan that i actually really liked that would be like the and he's probably not going to be nominated for for acting because there's it's a really crowded pool for supporting actor um but i mean like it would be the scene that they would use for the oscar like scene yeah 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 they're they're one or two mm-hmm. in my mind one more than the other but mm-hmm. uh no, I, I, I agree. He does a good job here. He's he's not really a favorite of mine. Um, he's because he's he's kind of rubbed me the wrong way, even when he's giving a good performance in in some other things. Yeah, you know, kind of a little bit like Ryan Reynolds, for for me, first <laughs> personal thing. No, I love that. I love that. That's, um, yeah. Same 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 sort of you know, ill defined hang up for for me. Um, no, no, I get it. Everybody has that one actor or actress that you're just like, mm, it's not gonna click. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I no, he's 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 good in this. You know, fits fits well with the rest of the cast and and the story that's being told here. Does does a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't have any real specific complaints. I I agree that yeah, it it doesn't it just doesn't quite get to great. Like I, it doesn't there, quite there, get to great. Yeah. There, there are lots of good and you know even great performances and you know nothing feels too cheesy or or anything yeah. or. That is something I'm or, thankful or about. Or over the top, or or too gritty, or too dark. It's you know this this all feels very grounded, very realistic. There are times when I feel like Michelle Williams goes into like Liza Minnelli territory. Uh, and, a little, a little bit. But that isn't that it doesn't seem warranted though. Yeah. And yeah. No. It, the... it, it seems totally credible given what she's going through and and where she is. Yeah, in and the like the kind of characters he's playing, and at the at the end of the day, this is you know I imagine this is where Stephen kind of wanted her to go, so like, yeah, 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 and yeah. and it plays, and it plays, um, yeah. But yeah, I this this is not his best movie ever, 
I no. I, I don't think anyone would ever call it that. It's, I, it's... I may like it more than West Side Story, um, but that might be... I, I, I don't know. That, from the last hard... movie, kind yeah. of... But that's because, like, I have a hard time, like... Like, I have a hard time, like... Uh, uh, the West Side Story remake has a hard time defending its existence for me. Um, mm. Like, I think it's a good movie. It's well-made. It's not like it sucks. It's just, like, it's not that different from the other one. It's like, So, like, I don't know. Like, that's... I, I Really, I feel like Stephen wanted to make a musical... And yeah. he made a really good musical. I got no complaints about that. Yeah. Um, so. No, I, I, I hear you. I, I kind of disagree. I, I yeah, liked we, we, it. we I, talked about yeah, that during yeah. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for, for a guy who's, who's made so many, you know, critically acclaimed and, you know, enormously popular films. I mean, mm -hmm. this is one of them. Yeah, I would say it's not not top tier Spielberg. Um, it might be. It's probably second tier. Like, well, like yeah. I imagine this will age well. Is my guess. Yeah, I, I I think it will. I mean, like this is this is a you know for for not being Spielberg's best, this is a better movie than an awful lot of directors could probably mm -hmm. ever hope to make. Directors yeah. who are getting work and are you know capable at at what they do. It's like this is you know as as good as a lot of them would ever get. And. As to give a comparison, like, um, this is not a fair comparison because it's different stuff, to, but it is a fair comparison in that it's, like, a, a director doing an autobiographical film. Yeah. Like, I felt like this had emotion, better emotional weight and depth and authenticity than Belfast did, even though I still wish this went a little deeper. Yeah, yeah. And that's, like, um... and that's really not that big of a dig at, at Kenneth Branagh, who I think is actually, you know, although he's made some real stinkers, like, he's he's made some good movies, too. So it's sure. not like I don't think he's uncapable, but, like, I was surprised by a lack of depth in that movie, considering what was going on. And here, that depth is, it's deeper, but it's still not as deep as I would expect it to be for an autobiographical thing. Yeah, um, like, I... like, when I think about, like, all that jazz which is like a movie musical that's more or less about Bob Fosse, it goes to that depth. And hmm. like, so that's like, that's that maybe this is an unfair comparison. I'll just put that out there. Like uh, maybe yeah. I shouldn't be putting it that way. Maybe I'm wanting more than I should. Maybe. I, yeah. I don't know. I can't completely disagree with that. Um, yeah. You know, comparing it to, to Belfast, which I, I think is a, an apt comparison. Yeah, I, I think part of why this one feels deeper than than Belfast did, and I like Belfast, and I, yeah, and yeah. I said as much. And I didn't dislike um, it. It was just yeah, yeah, yeah. Not 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 uh, Mr. Branagh's best either. But mm -hmm. I, I think part of why this one, you know, why why the Fablemans feels deeper is because we we have more of a an arc, more growth in the character of yeah. of Sam Fableman here. We well, we just have we more see time him over a course of yeah of, of several years. We yeah. yeah we we see him grow. Or maybe up just and, a decade, I guess. Yeah. Maybe just a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, we, we see him growing up and, and maturing and and perceiving more things, whereas, you know, Belfast is is all very much through the eyes of a child. Yeah. Who, you know, it's like this this is kind of you know what what Branagh's impression of things going on around him were at mm -hmm. the time, with with a little bit of, you know, more more adult perspective. Totally. From 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 the perspective of him as a director. Mm -hmm. But so there's there's definitely more here just just for that. I totally. Think. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a it's a movie worth checking out. I think uh, it's. Uh, I mean, it'll probably be in the theaters for a little bit. Um, mm. This film, I like. I have a pretty. I would be surprised if it was not nominated for for best picture. Not just because it's like a good movie, um, but also because it's about movies and the Academy loves movies that are about movies. <laughs> so yep. here here is Andrew puts on his psychic cat. Yeah. Okay, Karnak. 
Yeah, yeah. Imagine I got my Karnak hat on right now. Um, so my prediction is, is like this movie, Babylon, and Empire of Light, as well as Bardo, which is about a filmmaker. Um, like those will be those like good chance those will be four movie movies <laughs> yep. nominated for best picture yep. this year. And you could yep. make the case for everything everywhere all at once. That movie isn't like about film production so much, but it's like so very in- entrenched with how movies are. Like, there's very different kinds of genre. Like, it's an exploration of genre in a lot of ways. So it's almost it almost sneaks in, too. But we'll see what happens come like, February, I guess, is when the nominees are coming out. Yeah. Uh, end of January, I believe. Oh, still in January? Okay. Yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll have a little bit, little bit of a window there. Yeah, I, I would be surprised if we don't see at least two of those um, up for, mm-hmm. for Best Picture this year. Yep. And uh, yeah, as for this, um, if I was going to give it a grade, I'm going to give it a B plus. I actually enjoyed it. I'm kind of looking forward to watching it again down the line. I felt that this may have, have my favorite cameo of, <laughs> of the year. Um, yeah. Uh, it's going to be hard for it to get beaten for because of who I am, but uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, little little bit of personal bias there. Can't Absolutely. Can't really 100%. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Nope. Nope. Respect. I, um, I and I admit that. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's 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 perfectly fine. Yeah. Um no, I I I got a kick out of that too. That was mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you on on grade. I I I just can't give this more than a B plus. It mm-hmm. it just doesn't quite get to A. It's good. It's really good. But it's it's just not great. Yeah. And that's kind of Steven for the last 15 or so years. Um, he doesn't quite Ish, get to great. Yeah. He doesn't quite get to great, but he gets he'll get to good. He'll get to very good and there'll be great elements, but the it doesn't quite get there all the way. But that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd and still take that over a bad movie. Yeah. And there's there's room for argument about some of those. There there've exactly. been some in there where it's like, "Okay, yeah, this this one maybe, you know, ask ask yeah. again another year or two. Yeah, exactly. But, Mm-hmm. Oh, and actually, oh yeah, before we before we end out, like I actually, so so the last time we talked about Big Steve, we were talking about E.T. and we mm-hmm. talked about like we did like we named like his five. If you're gonna only watch five Spielberg movies, which ones would you watch or anything? This is not one of them. Um, but I think at the end of that conversation, I asked what was your favorite one, and you said Jurassic Park, and I think I said Last Crusade. Um, although mm-hmm. I often think of Catch Me If You Can, um, but. Yeah, I'll be honest. And, I, I rewatched yeah. Last Crusade like a bunch. Um, <laughs> so uh, I like and, I like Raiders a lot, and I actually really like Temple of Doom. A um, little problematic now. <laughs> I mean, it was problematic then, but like now yeah. I'm more aware of the problems as an adult, so I haven't really watched it since then. Um, but uh, but Last Crusade, I've always been a big fan of. Um, but the thing I wanted to ask you is, what do you think is his most important movie? So yeah, um, most important or or you know arguably. Best. I, I agree. This is a it's a different question than than personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think I still stand by Jurassic Park on that. Yeah, e- okay. even with its 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 little little bits. Um, mm-hmm. But for for his his best or or most important, um, mm-hmm. I, I did a little bit of research. Um, okay. So uh, according to Wikipedia, he has made thirty four features, which I think does does not include Firelight that that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, for, was, yeah. was was not on the list. And I was like, I I have not seen all of these. I have not seen every one of, of Mr. Spielberg's mm-hmm. films. Um, Neither have I. I, I, I figured I, I mostly it's seen... the duds I haven't seen. Though. Well, <laughs> like yeah. I haven't I haven't seen like all of Always or or uh, Sugarland yeah. Express or yeah. There like there 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 are a couple of those. It's like I figured I, I've probably seen about half of these. I've seen all but ten that were were on that list. So about about two thirds, a little mm-hmm. more. So yeah, asterisk there. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I, I've given this some thought, yeah. and I, I, I got to say Schindler's List. Okay, yeah. 
I like when it which to, was the same year as Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. No, I know that his 1993 was his best year. I cannot. I mean, holy crap! That. Yeah. Um. So okay, when I think of like his best movie, like yeah, Schindler's List is kind of the one that pops in my head. Maybe Saving Private Ryan. Um, yeah that that was that was in the running, but it was however like, <laughs> the problem with Saving Private Ryan. Um, and you can actually like read William Gold uh, William uh, William Goldman. Um, I mm. remember like the 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 Princess Bride yes. guy had a really good treatise about why the story doesn't work. And now I can't get that out of my head. Um, <laughs> um, and <laughs> like and so like that. So if you want to keep enjoying that movie, maybe don't read that. But um, although craft wise, technique wise. Like that one's that one's really high up there. Um, but Chandler's yeah. List has got the story, it's got the craft, it's got the technique, it's got all that stuff. When I think about what's his most important movie, though, I mean Jurassic Park was like up there. I felt like, but then ultimately, I, yeah. decided, I think his most important movie is probably Jaws because okay, yeah, I think yeah. I think you know Jaws. Well, I would say Jaws walks for Jurassic Park to run, um, but uh, <laughs> but it's but it, it's a right. shark. And it's like right. Jaws. Yes, Jaws. Yes, Jaws swims for. Jurassic Park to motorboat, uh, yeah, whatever. Um, like, <laughs> what is just that? Yeah, we all got a certain image in our heads after mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But uh, how many metaphors can we mix? Yeah, how many? And, and, um, and how long before they start reproducing because we use the wrong wrong DNA? Yeah, and so like that's like that that's kind of where I fell ultimately. Um, but yeah, best movie probably Schindler's List. Maybe uh, close second would be uh, Saving Private Ryan. So World War Two. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's like most important. I would say I, ha- I think it has to go to to Jaws. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I I can definitely see that. I I wasn't yeah. thinking quite in in those terms when you said most important. But yeah, yeah. as as far as a, a lasting impact, it's like, okay. Yeah, Jaws started something that okay that that carried the ball so far, and then Lucas picked it up, and Star Wars yeah. was this huge watershed moment that that yeah. kind of stood on the shoulders of Jaws, and yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, I couldn't I couldn't tell you like what is his most Spielberg movie though. Like I would feel like, if I was now be that's like, tough. That's that's kind of I mean maybe that's E.T. I mean maybe maybe uh, but like because you know I feel like like I don't think Edward Scissorhands is Tim Burton's like best movie, but it might be his most Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, and I, like, I don't think like with David Lynch, like I don't think like I don't think Twin Peaks Firewalk with Me is maybe his best movie, but it is his most him at the same time. <laughs> so like, you know, I feel like directors have that. Like, they'll have the movie that is like their best movie, their most important movie, and the movie that is the most them, and that may overlap. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Steve. I mean, you're probably part of the reason why you know, our love of movies is. Yeah, there's 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 no question for for me. Absolutely, is you know not not just you know his movies, but mm-hmm. you know ones ones that he produced as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because like um like as much as I love Steven Spielberg as a director, like I don't know if I'd be as into movies if Back to the Future didn't happen. So, yeah, yeah. That and, and that's a hundred percent true for me as well. And and also Roger Rabbit. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that's our show. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. This movie for me was like a time machine because I knew where I was at every moment. And I realized at the end of shooting the Fablemans I would never be able to go home again. But at least I've got this film to share. <laughs>